0: Hello, hello. Long time, no podcast.
1: Yeah, it's been a few months. Well, I'm Dana. And I'm Rick.
0: And this is Married on the Mic. And the last episode we did was October 23rd of 2019.
1: And today's August Second?
0: Yes, of 2020. So it's been a long time. And if you listened to the podcast before, you probably noticed that we would argue quite a bit. There was definitely tension.
1: Yeah, it was definitely uh, either Team Dana or Team Rick.
0: Yeah, I was always having to pick a team. And we also would mention the fact that sometimes we would try to record an episode and it would get so heated that we would really become angry with each other and (laughs) storm off, mic drop, not in a good way, and it got ugly. So we stopped doing the podcast. And obviously, if you've seen our posts on Facebook and Instagram, you know that we wanted to share with you that we've come to kind of a new beginning in our relationship. Would you call it a new beginning?
1: Yeah, that sounds good. I guess. (laughs) I
0: mean, you're allowed to have an opinion now. Like
1: a, I don't know, a fresh start, a a do-over, a mulligan.
0: I don't know what a mulligan is.
1: I don't know either. Okay. It's like in golf, like you get to do it over.
0: Oh, okay. So let me go back to how this kind of came about, I guess, without putting out there too much because we're going to be very vulnerable, but there are definitely some things that we still need to keep private. So over the last couple of weeks, uh, there was something that happened that, or, or a way that I was feeling, I guess, that that Rick became aware of that sparked a big argument.
1: Yeah, I thought things were going well. I was telling people things were going well. And then, uh, yeah, I was kind of blindsided by something. And um, yeah, so it kind of came to a point where it was like, no, seriously, we have to either go to marriage counseling or go in a different direction.
0: Or he was leaving, basically. And it was up to me. And we've had these conversations before where I say that I feel like the grass is greener or might be greener. I haven't gone to experiment with any green grass anywhere else. But the thought was in my mind for a long time that the grass might be greener, that somebody else might make me happier, that somebody else might appreciate me more, that somebody else would give me that butterfly feeling. And while I wasn't actively going out cheating. I definitely had those thoughts and I did not appreciate at all what a good husband Rick is. And I think I I know he's a good person and I've always known he's a good person, which is why I battled with those feelings. But it was just, you know, when you, when you're in a marriage for a long time, if you don't work at it and you don't forgive things that happened in the past, you hold on to a lot of resentment. And that's what I was doing for years. I was doing that to him. And he was trying.
1: And we would have the same conversations over and over again, like the same arguments. And I would say, somebody else is not going to do the same stuff. Like you're going to have different problems, different things, but it's going to be the same result. And it, it would just be so simple. Just try this.
0: Yeah, he would beg me to, number one, go to marriage counseling, and number two, to just let go of what was bothering me and to try. And I would say things like, well, I can't try. I can't just make myself be madly in love with you again. I'm just not. And, you know, to think about it now that I've had this, like, big epiphany, I guess— there are so many women who struggle with that their man doesn't pay attention to them, that their husband cheats on them, doesn't want to be with them. And I have somebody who would bring me flowers randomly and I would be like, meh. Like I really, you know, I'd be like, oh, thanks. But I would never be grateful and express it. I was, I would give no affection whatsoever. Um, you know, our sex life, I mean, was, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Basically non-existent until I would feel like I was, quote, giving in. Yeah, it was just, it was pretty miserable and it wasn't fair. And it wasn't fair to either one of us. I mean, it obviously wasn't fair to him, but I wasn't being fair to myself. um, Either by just holding on to this, like, anger and this resentment from when I was pregnant with Rocco, who was going to (laughs) be eight (laughs) in a couple of months.
1: Yeah, and we actually talked about that, I think, like, episode one or two.
0: Yeah, we did. Um, and I just felt like, I don't know. I just felt like it was hopeless. Like I was just in this marriage that I didn't really want to be in, but I knew that I should be in it because he's a good dad and he was good to me, but I just didn't have feelings and focusing so much on faults, like snoring and how he gets annoyed with the waitress when we go to the restaurant, if he doesn't get his water fast enough and like those little things that were just magnified all the time. And I was never focusing on all the good.
1: Well, I would always say that you were trying, like you were trying not to enjoy things. You were trying to not like me. You were trying just to make it like miserable. Like, yeah. Yeah. you were actively looking for things to not make this work.
0: Yeah. And so... Over the last, I would say, two weeks, um, I had a situation happen in another aspect of my life that really hurt me. Uh, that was very upsetting. Um, I felt very betrayed by somebody, um, and somebody said a really, a lot of really hurtful things to me. And while all this was going on, Rick and I weren't talking to each other because we were going to end our marriage. And he had kind of given me the ultimatum, like we're going to go to marriage counseling or this is going to be over because I deserve better. And I was just going to let him go. And I just had this wall up, like, I don't care. I'll be fine. I was trying to think about, you know, oh, I can still manage all this. And then when this other thing came crumbling down, um, I kind of realized like, he would be the one that I would want to talk to. And he would be the one that would listen to me. And I think just over like the course of like two days, I just really started to think to myself, like I have to fix this. And I had, so I did like, I, he, he was home. Do you want, I mean, do you want to yeah. take over here? No, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can do So I actually, um,
1: I took the day off work to go look for places. And I went and saw a couple places and um was trying to figure out how I was going to, you know, start this new life, um, on my own. And, uh, so yeah, I went to look for, for a couple places and then I, I came home and.
0: Yeah. He had taken the day off from work and I had to go to work and then I came home from work and I, um, and I just kind of broke down and told him, you know, that things with this other situation were really bad and that I was sorry him and that I was like, please don't leave. Um, I don't want you to leave me. And I basically just decided like, I'm going to like love my husband and appreciate him. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's so good. (laughs) And, and after all this time of all these years of me being a bitch, um, he didn't leave. So now, um, where now I kind of feel like we're in this like honeymoon period where part of me is like, we don't need counseling. Like all is forgiven and we're all lovey-dovey, but I know that we need to go to counseling. Yeah, we still
1: need help. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it, it was a tough conversation because I had spent the past like week, like really wanting to hate Dana the way she hated me. So I was like, thinking about all her flaws and everything that I didn't like about her, like making her to be the worst person in my head just to make it easier for me to leave. So then, you know, I'm prepared to, to leave. Like I didn't sign anything. And then, you know, and people would ask like, well, what do you want? And I was like, if she would just like, say, let's do this. I said, that's the easiest thing. I said, we have, you know, decent jobs. Like, uh, we have an awesome son, a good family. Like, we're here, like we have all the pieces to the puzzle, just put them together. And um, so anyways, it was yeah, I was like, I'm out.
0: So yeah, this all happened on Tuesday, Tuesday, I think. And so since Tuesday, we've just been really enjoying each other again, and trying to, you know, just treat each other like not that he was ever treating me bad. But I think it's been like weird, like that first night that we were like laying in bed, ready to go to sleep. Like we are always, we have the remotes in between us and like, we don't touch. And if he like comes over on my side, I'm like, move, you know? And so I was afraid to like touch him, but I was like, well, he's going to be accepting of it. And I don't know why I had this like fear that you would reject me. When I was the one that was always rejecting you. And so I did. Like, I went over and laid on his chest, like, for the first time. And I don't even know how long. Yeah. And I cried.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, she would always say, like, she'd make excuses. Like, it's just not comfortable or it's too hot or ugh. And it was like, and it didn't matter. Like, she could be, like, super snuggly. And, like, it was still, like, I don't know. There was always an excuse of why it just couldn't work. Yeah, so... Yeah, and then uh, we were supposed to actually... Or we're going on vacation. We're leaving this coming up friday and uh, yeah i wasn't gonna go it's uh with her family and it's usually a really good time with all uh her cousins and their family and you know i mean we'll be definitely social distanced and uh yes wearing masks <laughs> the, the entire
0: time <laughs> but uh
1: but yeah so i uh actually told her cousin i was like i'm not going and um you know and that wasn't gonna be easy for me or them i don't think
0: yeah. And one of the things actually that I thought about among the many things that I thought about over my days of reflection was how well he fits in with my family and how just like, he's part of not just, you know, with me and Kyla and Rocco, but also with my extended family. Like he just fits in, he gets along with my brother and with my cousin and with my cousin's family. And, you know, like it's just, he's just part of the family and get, and fits in, which I think is really important because in some families that doesn't happen, but I think we have a good crew.
1: Yeah. And your, uh, sister. Yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah, she calls me delightful.
0: Yeah, and so it's just I don't know that that was just one of the many things that I thought about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, going back, you know, nine months, but uh, I mean, they were definitely all team Rick, anyways. So. <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were. Well, because we remember, if you remember, we tried to do a podcast last year when we were on vacation with my family and we talked about in the, one of the last episodes that we did, how it turned into a major shit show and my sister ended up screaming at me and telling me what a terrible person I am
1: for, for not treating me right.
0: Right, exactly. And for not taking his last name, which I guess I'm going to have to go do, but I'm still lazy when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I thought about that the other day too how, you know, there are so many women who just really want to ring and a guy just won't commit to them that way. And here I am, I've got a great guy and I wouldn't take his last name. And I mean, part of me feels like it's just because I was lazy, but also, you know, subconsciously was I rejecting that just because I was afraid or just wanting to be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm not perfect by any means.
0: Yeah. But, you know. I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, Rick definitely... Um, Had a few things to say uh, the other day before we, um, you know, before we decided, yes, we're going to stay together and work this out um, and some things that we'll have to deal with. But for the most part, I think we're on a good path. And I think I have a whole new appreciation for how important he is to me. And I think that this other situation that I'm still dealing with that's going on, um, you know, while it's hurtful and it's really affected me, I also wonder, had that part of my life not also um, taken a bad turn, would I have kind of snapped out of this nastiness that I've been in with him? You know, like I would like to think that the, that the fear of him leave, that, that him leaving, I would have snapped out of it anyway, even if everything else in my life was good. But I don't necessarily know that because I was very stubborn and closed off.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I mean, this isn't the first time I, I I've never actually gone to a place and looked, but we've talked about, you know, splitting before. Yeah. Um, but this was the closest it's ever come to. I'm glad you said what you had to say. Like, that was pretty much the only way for us to, not go down that other path was for what happened to happen.
0: Right. So that's really all we have to say for now. I think we've unpacked a lot and explained a lot and there's a lot more to go into and we are going to go to marriage counseling and we do have to deal with a lot of stuff because I know, like I said, I feel like it's kind of a honeymoon where I think everything, you know, I'm like all butterflies and googly eyes again, but I know obviously we have to, work on how we communicate with each other and unpack some other things.
1: We definitely do. And I still think it's going in the right direction as far as like being nice to each other. I mean.
0: Yeah. And I listened to him talk about football. I asked how his day was and all those simple things that you just do for the other person. I stopped doing them a long time ago. And I would even just be like, I don't care. I don't care. You know? And I was so mean.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, it was. I mean. Um, yeah, if I didn't tell, like, we've talked about that in previous episodes as well. If, if I didn't tell her how my day was or how something went, like she never asked. Yeah. So it's kind of funny when she's like, wait a second, you're playing what sport again? And where (laughs) I was like, oh, well, it it
0: is hard for me to keep track sometimes. I mean, it still probably will be hard for me to keep track sometimes, but
1: yeah. And so you also posted the picture of us at uh, my friend's wedding, which, um, That engagement and other engagements just weren't fun between us. Like, we couldn't even fake it half the time.
0: Yeah, I remember that wedding. I was just miserable, and I felt really self-conscious. I felt uncomfortable. I felt insecure. I felt like you didn't want me to be there, which probably wasn't true but you probably wanted me to be there and just be happy <laughs> about going right and I have really bad social anxiety sometimes so I think that that affects me when I have to be around people that I don't really know very well instead of just going with it and just making conversation and being nice I close off and, and then, then you, it's a vicious cycle Yeah,
1: and you and then you yeah you get on your phone and then even on the way to places you would be like I just don't want to go I just I don't even want to go to this and then like it puts then it puts me in a mood so then it's yeah, it's just...
0: yeah. And, you know, when it came to, I know we talked about going to concerts before on the podcast about me not inviting him first and stuff like that. And I think it was, yeah, it was just a combination of things like me just not wanting to make an effort to actually spend quality time with him. Um, and even going out to eat can sometimes be a miserable experience. <laughs> not always because of me, sometimes it's the bad service. Uh, but yeah, there was just a lot. So,
1: yeah, so hopefully most of that's behind us.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we are going to go to counseling once again to try to resolve some of that. Or even, you know, when we would go on vacation, like remember when we came back from dis? I think it was when we came back from Disney, we were in a huge fight and you ended up leaving that night and going to a friend's house because we got into a huge argument in the car on the way back and the entire ride back. I don't know. Was it Disney or was yeah, it? Yeah, no, that yeah. was Disney. Yeah. I mean, if this tells you how pissed off he was, we had just come back from like a 17-hour drive back from Orlando to Maryland, and then he took off and got in his car and drove to somebody else's house. At like midnight. Yeah, because he was so upset. And yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff having to do with those issues that we have to deal with. It's been a mentally exhausting um, week, needless to say.
1: It's hard living, you know, obviously living with somebody and not talking to them at all. And then, you know, wanting to really not like them as well.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it it is hard. It was, it was very awkward. And for me, it was like not knowing what he was up to. Like, is he coming? Is he going? Where is he going? What is he doing? Is he really leaving? Is he, you know, does he already have another girlfriend? (laughs) Like all those kind of thoughts went through my mind and... Yeah. Finally, when I knew he was going to look at places, I was like, I better speak up and let my BS go because I really did not want things to end. And I thought about how yeah, like I could go out and find a new boyfriend, but it would be the same nonsense over and over again. I would still be my pain in the ass self and whoever else I might meet would probably not be as great as Rick. I mean, this it's just, you I think know, I
1: said that in our, one of our last fights, our last discussions, I guess I was like, I mean, you know, I said, I was like, I'm better than nine out of 10 guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to like loyalty, paying attention, being interested, being a good dad and being a hard worker, like I never have to worry that he's not going to come home and I never have to worry that he's out doing something he shouldn't be doing. Like we have that. And I have not had that in the past with other people. I've dated some real D bags in the past who were out doing all that stuff. And yeah so so anyways i finally um appreciate everything that um everything that i have and i love you
1: oh thanks love you too i got you a a little present it's a uh it's a team rick (laughs) t-shirt So (laughs) (laughs) you can uh sleep in this tonight
0: okay thank you so much that's so sweet So do you want to keep going with all this sappy, sappy stuff? Or do you want to move on to to the argument that we had a couple weeks ago? That, I mean, we were already having problems. And then the bread box situation came up and that just, yeah. It's still
1: in my car. I haven't even given it to Beth.
0: Yeah. So if you saw on Facebook, I posted about this on our Married on the Mic page because I was so irritated. And now looking back it was so stupid. It was just me, another example of me just looking for something to be mad about. So we have had this bread box in our garage since we moved here. I actually bought it on a yard sale page in Florida. I When we lived in Florida, I never used it. And we're like, we got to get crap out of here. So I put it on the buy nothing page and a whole bunch of people commented on it. Well, he had said that his friend makes or does a lot of baking and he was going to offer it to her. But I had already put it on the buy nothing page. And then my uh, cousin and her family were visiting. So over the weekend, I didn't really pay attention to who was commenting on it.
1: Right. And we were in the garage. So as we're moving stuff around, she mentioned the bread box and I was like, oh, I'll just put it in my car. You know, I'll just put it in my car and give it to my friend. So I, I did that right away. I put it in my car like while we were still standing there.
0: And then a couple days later, I looked at the Buy Nothing group and a bunch of people had commented that they wanted that bread maker. So I was like, then I felt bad because I'm like, I posted this thing and I'm not following through and so many people want it. So I called him. Now I never call him in the morning, like about anything. So he was like, what's up? So it's
1: 7.45 in the morning. Like I'm pulling into work and like, I get this call and I'm like, oh shoot, like Rocco fell down. Something's wrong. Like what's going on? And she's like, did you ever give that bread maker away? And I was like, What's well, in my car? I haven't seen the girl yet. Like, and then she still starts going off about well, other people want it. And I was like, It's already out of the house. Like, you wanted it out of the house. It's out of the house. Like, who cares? It's gone. Like, if she doesn't want it, I work with a bunch of ladies at you know, at the child care. I said, I'm sure somebody will want it, even if she doesn't want it. And then this is what this is what like really upset me. Is she said, This is these are the reasons I don't like you. As if like me doing this bread maker thing was like this big bad thing. And this is why I don't like you. And that, and that, that really hurt that time. I mean, it's hurt the 9 million times before, but like that time it was just like, are you kidding me? Like, you don't like me because I'm giving my, the bread maker to somebody else. Like it was, it was the dumbest thing ever. So then I just started like yelling and cursing. It was like, are you kidding me? And I, I think I called, like, I definitely called you a B. I was like, you're just a B. I can't believe this. Like I, I, I was like, I, I really hate you. Like I was really like, and so that's what like flipped the switch. I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to be treated like this and talk to you like this. And like, I, it just really, yeah, that really upset me. Because, you know, like, I I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I felt like he didn't want to let me control the bread maker and who was going to get it. Like, he didn't want me to give it to a stranger, even though I had already posted it. So I just got, yeah, I got really angry about it. And I felt that it was since he hadn't offered it to anybody yet, that he should just bring it home and let me give it to a person who wanted it because he hadn't offered it to anybody. Well, then he texted his friend and she said she wanted it. And so I was like, fine, whatever. And then I went and posted on the Married on the Mic page to get somebody to take my side. But yeah, no, it's like stupid stuff like that that I think I didn't consciously do it just to make you look bad but instead of just being like okay sure yes yeah, see if she wants it and screw those people that i don't know anyway it doesn't really matter um i got really mad about it so yeah i will i i'm sorry for that that was wrong
1: <laughs> thanks
0: <laughs> that's two apologies that yeah, you've gotten look at you. in a week <laughs> which
1: i don't like i think we've said that before before on previous episodes but dana would never apologize like ever Like, can you, can you think of any other apologies
0: to you? Yeah. No, I don't usually apologize to you.
1: Right. Like, I don't think. I
0: have an easier time apologizing to other people who have not done SHIT for me than I do apologizing to him. Like I'll, I'll apologize to whoever, but I won't apologize to him not that I really have to apologize to people all that often, but it's easier for me to apologize to other people if I have to, than it is to apologize to you.
1: Right. So, yeah. And then I like, I mean, we're going to go back a little bit, but, uh, and I think that would, we would never like have closure to an argument or to a discussion or to anything. It just kind of like, we would eventually like get over it and get back into the same routine of, of things. There was never like a,
0: um, uh, there was never a turning point like what we now have. Right. Yeah. And I think hopefully we'll... I are- mean,
1: even in the bedroom, we uh, we never had makeup sex since uh, I was mean to her when Rocco was pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's not to say that we didn't like, you know, do it just, you know, whatever. But as far as makeup, like that feeling that you get, you know, yeah, I don't want to get
1: when you will when, well, when you reconnect with somebody, like that yeah. feeling of like... All is forgiven, like you know, you're giving yourself to them. There was never that, yeah, like, ever.
0: No, there really wasn't, and and I'm so stupid because he wanted that, I think, and I was just closed off, like I I wouldn't even face him. Like it was very, I don't know, I don't want to get too, I don't want to get too deep into it, but um, yeah, it just it wasn't what it should have been between a married couple. Let's just put it that way, and now it's great. Um, so we have that going for us. So, okay. Do you want to talk about the ice cream thing?
1: Yeah. So there's a, (laughs) so we're both semi on diets, you know, like we start our diet every Monday, but we've actually been doing pretty good for the past month or so.
0: Well, the fact that I was miserable and in a deep state of emotional distress for a week definitely helped me lose weight. I will I will say that's a positive to come out of this situation.
1: So, yeah. So then we were at dinner and Rocco wanted ice cream. And, and
0: they didn't have the ice cream. He usually gets these little hoodsies and they didn't have the little ice cream cup. So we talked about going to the grocery store to get ice cream so that he could just eat ice cream at home. And I said, no, don't bring the ice cream home because if you bring the ice cream home, then it's sitting there in the freezer and I'm going to end up eating it and I don't want to eat it. I would rather have him sit here at the restaurant and eat the ice cream here at the restaurant when it's just a one-time deal that I have to get rid of it and it's not in my house.
1: And I said, I think it's more fair to keep it at the house and then you won't have to sit there and watch him eat it. It would just be in the house and then he would eat it without you sitting there watching him eat it.
0: And this is a thing that kind of we talked about before because when Rick was with his ex-wife, he was doing this diet and he could not eat ice cream. And she insisted on sitting at the restaurant and ordering an ice cream and eating it in front of him. Yeah. And he was upset. And he was like, why are you doing that? Like, that's so not fair. Why are you going to eat ice cream in front of me?
1: That was actually the breaking point of that marriage, <laughs> literally. So I had signed up to uh, to do this weight loss like challenge, I guess, where I, I was flown to Toronto and take... And I, they took fat pictures of me and I then I came back and, um, so I'm starting this diet and we went out to eat and, you know, I get like grilled chicken and like, like vegetables and stuff. And then, um, no alcohol, any of that. And she orders her normal stuff. And then at the end, she's like, I want a Sunday. And I was like, I was like, can I go sit in the car? Like I had literally just got back. I was like, can I go sit in the car? Like, I I don't want to sit here and watch you eat this Sunday. And, you know, then she got really upset about me not wanting to sit there and watch her eat the Sunday, And then um, I ended up leaving and then we drove home and then that was pretty much the end of it. I think I moved out like the next day or the next week. I mean, there was ongoing long-term problems with that marriage as well,
0: but, <laughs>
1: but that was the end of it. I was like, how can you not be supportive of what I'm doing here?
0: Right. And I think not that I'm going to be sitting there eating an ice cream in front of him, but I think that it would be easier in general to sit there while somebody eats an ice cream in a restaurant and refuse it that one time than to have it in the freezer. Because if there's ice cream in my freezer, I could not touch it for a couple of days, but all of a sudden I'll be sitting upstairs watching TV and all of a sudden just out of nowhere, there's ice cream in the freezer. You want it? Go eat it. Go, eat. And it will not get out of my head until I give in. I will, I will rege- reject it for two hours. I will say, no, don't eat the ice cream. But eventually I cave and I eat the damn ice cream. So that's why I feel like if it's in a restaurant, you eat it, you get up, you leave. You don't have to worry about the ice cream in the freezer, calling your name.
1: But I guess I'm looking at it more from the other person's perspective. So therefore, like, I'm not allowed to have ice cream in the house or Rocco's not allowed to have ice cream in the house ever. Like, I don't think that's as fair to the other people. I understand what you're saying, but like...
0: To deprive you guys of being able to have ice cream because right. I have to reject it. Right. Yeah, I can, I guess and I can that's, see that. that's
1: the angle I was going at. It. Like, you know, I don't think, I'm not going to rub it in your face and eat it in front of you, but like... I can have it in the house, you know.
0: Right. Well, when you buy it and put it in the house, just shove it way in the back of the freezer so that I don't see it. Because as soon as I know it's there, I can reject it for a couple of days. But all of a sudden, like I'm going to be eating it.
1: Anyways, I'm not even like we're not even big ice cream eaters. I don't think like we. Hardly, I am well in quarantine.
0: Well, I have been. You were. I was making you buy ice cream yeah. every time you went. I was like, get three flavors. <laughs> we were eating a lot of ice cream, but we've uh, we've kind of slowed down on that. So, But I'm curious to know what you guys think about the whole ice cream situation and whether or not you think it's, uh, it's more fair to have it in the house or to have to sit there and watch somebody eat it in a restaurant. We'll post that at Married on the Mic um, on our Facebook page.
1: And our Instagram and our Twitter. And not uh, Twitter. Twitter. Okay. We have like two followers. Sorry, I'm not even, I mean,
0: even going to try with Twitter. But Instagram and Facebook will we'll do. Well, I think, I think that is it for now. And I'm not sure what we're going to talk about in the next episode, but make sure you're following us on Facebook at Married on the Mic, Instagram at Married on the Mic. Make sure you share this podcast. I mean, I cried like, <laughs> I, uh, what would you have a, you have this look on your face. Like you want to say something.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, if, if you'd like us to keep sharing our stories, then, uh, yeah, you know, comment, give us some feedback. I know we did have some, uh, loyal listeners before who we talked to, but it's been nine months. So, you know, they've probably moved on to uh, other marriage podcasts.
0: Right. There really aren't a lot of marriage podcasts out no. there, and there's none like ours. So, yeah, make sure you share it. And if you have any comments or anything that you want to share, let us know, and I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening, and we have recommitted ourselves to each other and to doing this podcast. Well, we talked about doing the podcast like earlier in the week. I was like, we should do the podcast again, and we should do. It. And and then right before we were going to record record earlier today, he was like, I don't know about putting it all out there, and I was like, well, I'm the one that has to go on and admit what an asshole I am, like. <laughs> You are the one who's finally getting like a public apology.
1: Yeah, but it's still, I don't know, it's still our business and it's still...
0: It's um, still, yeah, it's still friends, close friends, family who probably didn't know what was going on or maybe didn't know everything. I mean, there are some friends that knew what was going on, but for the most part, people didn't really know the extent of what's been going on. And then I know there are people that probably listen to this to, um, to criticize me because apparently (laughs) some people think that I'm a terrible person and that's fine. I can be. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Thank you for listening and we appreciate your comments, feedback and make sure you leave us a review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. iHeartRadio and Apple podcasts, Google play, and we're on uh, Spotify too. So thank you so much for listening and hopefully you will tune in next time. We'll drop a new episode next Tuesday.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: All right. Say goodbye.
1: All right. See you guys next time. Bye.
0: This is Married on the Mic.